0: I'm your host, Annie Bowles, and this is News Du Jour. Welcome back to News Du Jour. If you're new here, I wanted to start off with the disclaimer that while we promise to be a calmer space to consume the news, that's not to say that bad stuff doesn't happen. And when it does, we're going to be here to tell you about it and acknowledge its seriousness. However, we believe there's a lot more than doom and gloom going on in the world, and we will report on a range of different topics from entertainment to business to politics to art and fashion and much more. Whatever the top stories of the day are, that is what we're excited to tell you about. We're glad you're here. Hey everyone, happy Tuesday and welcome back to the News to Shore. So for today's episode, we are obviously starting off talking about the Harry and Meghan Markle Oprah interview. Okay, so in case you missed it, On Sunday evening, an interview aired between Oprah, Meghan Markle, and Prince Harry. Approximately 17 million people tuned in. The interview style was interesting. The whole event transpired actually outdoors, underneath a pergola on a sunny patio in California. Views of a vineyard peeked through the little columns, and Oprah made it clear from the start that this was neither their home nor hers, although they are neighbors. She said that it was a quote-unquote friend who had lent them the space for the interview. Um, Given the grandeur, it would not be a stretch to think it was a fellow celebrity who had lent them this space. She started things off with Megan alone. It was also made clear from the start that Megan was not being paid for the interview and that she would not know the questions ahead of time that Oprah was planning on asking her. Later in the conversation, Harry joined them and asked a few questions as well. It was interesting to me that she wanted to speak to Megan solo. And that she did not want to do the same with Harry, despite the fact that this is his family that they were there to discuss. But it was definitely made clear throughout the interview that this situation pretty much circled around her more than the other way around. My initial impression of the interview was, we know all of this. Like, we know she'd been hounded by the tabloids. We all know she wasn't doing great mentally. She flat out said that to the press at the time. We knew things weren't great, but weren't terrible between her and Kate. We all know from Diana's debacle and from the Crown that this family is not good at seeking out and giving emotional support. And it's really not hard to imagine that the royal family of Britain is at least a little bit racist, at least to a certain extent, Given the fact that this family colonized much of the world, conducted slave trades, and continues to profit off of controlling other cultures. So, not a far leap there. And then we have Harry. He seemed to rebel against being royal, it seems, until Meghan shows up. That's when he seemed to go from playboy to Prince Charming. And so it's not a stretch to imagine that he likely felt trapped by the royal establishment before Meghan even came on the scene. So a lot of this was just not new information. But the big pieces, I think, were actually in the details. The fact that the title of Prince was pulled from their little child before it was even born. The fact that the security detail was pulled for their child. And this was all before they took their step back. What could possibly be the reasoning there? The fact that Prince Charles stopped taking his own son's phone calls. A son who doesn't have another parent. The fact that Tyler Perry had to step in to provide a home and security for Meghan and Harry during their split from the royal family. The fact that they both admitted they were saved by the other one and by Princess Diana's foresight to put her money aside for her son just in case. They also revealed that they did indeed have a secret private wedding ceremony before the big day, as was the rumor. And they also confirmed that their baby, their baby who's still in utero is a girl. But obviously, the biggest revelation was that direct conversation that they would not say with who, but was about how dark the baby's skin might be. That was, by all standards, across the line, period. And that's something we didn't know had specifically happened. And the fact that Meghan was suicidal, that was incredibly brave of her to admit with the whole world watching. We also watched, though, as Harry stood up for and protected Meghan without hesitating. I think that was powerful for men watching to see what standing up for the woman in your life looks like, especially when race comes into play as well. He seems like a true ride or friend, supportive husband, all rolled into one, and just the type of partner you'd want to have. I have to mention, though, there were some pretty cringy moments as well, in my opinion. I felt all the alluding to fairy tales like The Little Mermaid and endings saying that it was bigger than a fairy tale ending. I mean, mm, gag me. We all know that this situation isn't perfect. It's full of drama. And I was really hoping that they were coming there to be real and not to paint some picture. But comments like that do show us that at the end of the day, it is all for show and We would be silly to expect anything else. So for our next story, the number of migrant children in facilities along the border has tripled in the past two weeks. The Biden administration is struggling to keep up with the demand for placement in children's shelters as migrants and their children flock to the border. The facilities that are they're currently being held in are honestly less presentable than jails. People are sleeping in tents on concrete floors. And a lot of these facilities were erected during the Trump era, But the Biden administration is insisting that they are just using them as a temporary solution until they can create better options. But for now, these people are in pretty inhumane circumstances and these facilities are overflowing. The Biden administration was even coming under fire from its own party over these conditions but it does not appear that there is room to accommodate the current number of people trying to immigrate at the moment. Obviously, the increase in number of arrivals is due to the differing attitude towards migrants between the Trump administration and the Biden one. Biden presented himself as a much more welcoming president and you know, a lot of the scare tactics that were used by the Trump administration are no longer there as a threat. And so we're just seeing this huge influx of people coming in and we don't know where to put them right now. So this is something that the Biden administration is going to have to tackle on top of a pandemic and trying to get everyone vaccinated and trying to get stimulus bills passed and all of the other things on their agenda that are also incredibly pressing. So hopefully they can tackle this and come up with some longer-term solutions, as this problem is one that is likely not going away. And that is the news du jour. Today, I wanted to leave you with the quote, you can tell more about a person by what they say about others than what others Say about them. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe on whatever podcast platform you use to listen. A rate and review on Apple Podcasts would mean the world to us and really help us be able to keep creating the news du jour for free for you guys. You can also follow us on social media under sugarfreemedia.co on Instagram, sugarfreemedia on Twitter, and just sugarfree media, all one word, on TikTok. You can also subscribe to emails on our blog so that you get an alert every time we have a new post or an announcement. And that's at www.sugarfreemedia.co. Again, that's sugarfreemedia.co. Our music is by Joey Lavoy and Nicholas Foster. Our cover art is by Hannah Pierce Photography. Our sugar-free media logo is by Katherine Jezik Designs. We appreciate you listening and look forward to telling you about the news again next time on News Shore. Broadcasting from. Oh.